0: All right, energy, energy. Good morning, 20th of December, a beautiful morning here in Italy. It is 7.59 in the morning. We're getting up a little bit later these days. It's just so dark lately. It's, it's been weird. Anyway, I'm Jason. That's Ashley. Together we run, own, operate. La Tavola Marche. We are here in a town called Piobico in a little slice of heaven. Just known as Italia. Ciao tutti. Twentieth um, of December, right around the corner. Last weekend before Christmas, and um, we're missing. We realized it the other day. What is missing here from our life in the states around this time of of year is the pressure. It's true. A part of it is we don't have a job.
1: <laughs> but there's not the same, um, constant countdown to Christmas that there is that I remember that, like Jason is saying, that pressure during the holidays, five shopping days left, four shopping days left. Did you get everything done? Did you check it off your list? Um, did you make the cookies for your friends or for the school and, um, Here it's kind of like, all right, oh, yeah, I guess Christmas is, like, next week, and it's a totally different feel. There's
0: publicity, like, all – there's all the Christmas commercials and and advertisements and all that, but it's different. And the gear up and the little
1: towns and the concerts and things and bingo, but it is. there's It was the right word. There's not the pressure. Um, it is what's today
0: Friday morning yeah it's a little bit overcast this morning um it's been really mild there's been um just no mi- snow no snow, mild mild weather here for the last week or so, and that trend will continue through christmas and uh, and my what is
1: my mild? mild for us in December means we're looking at twelve to
0: fifteen degrees. That's really mild. It yeah, is really that mild. was uh, that was really warm the other day. Um, no, it was but ten been...
1: degrees the other night. I mean, we're, we don't have any frost in the morning. No. It's really
0: weird. It is, and uh,
1: it's classic because we are trending. And as Jason was starting to say, severe weather Europe's predictions for a mild winter. Of course, we have the most wood we've ever purchased.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we got a ton of wood and it's totally unnecessary because in the evenings we have to let the fire go out because it just gets too warm.
1: And in fact, in our place, we got a new stufa and it's much more efficient and our place is pretty small, but... This time of year, with the weather the way it's been, shockingly, we are only lighting our fire every other day. Otherwise, it's too warm to sleep. And it's like, oh, my God. This is weird.
0: So if you're a weather nerd like I am, um, I like to go to a site called severeweather.eu. And it's um – it's for weather nerds. It's not like today's going to be sunny. It's these weird graphs and, and um, different and models. Awesome and pictures. Really cool pictures. My dream is for Ashley to get uh, every day on their Facebook Instagram page. or Facebook page or whatever. They post a severe weather photo of the day and it could be cool clouds or a lightning strike or flooding or just something.
1: particular clouds. Uh,
0: something to do <laughs> with extreme or, or different weather. My dream is for Ashley's photo. <clears throat> One of Ashley's photos to get. Then I'll know she's a real photographer (laughs) if i can make it on severe weather you can make it on severe weather then that means you're a real photographer all right (laughs) you gotta have high goals so it's been really mild we uh are we were gifted a greenhouse a sarah uh four uh arc sarah it's three meters wide by six meters long um by our neighbors Carolyn and luke she is retiring from the seed starting plant producing business we talked about this not even business that um
1: Yes. She just does it for
0: fun. But um, she's retiring and she's going to teach me, which is much more difficult than actually getting the baby plants and growing them to vegetables. So we'll be starting that. We, the poles are in the ground. Everything went in pretty easily. Um, Jason
1: had to do some maths.
0: We did. We um, re- we re- looked at uh, p- the Pythagorean, Pythagorean theorem. It took me all the way back. Listen, for real, I... I Whenever we do these pro- – and I do a lot of them in the off-season when I have more time to do or, or kind of lay out or building or something like that. It really makes me feel really stupid because these are – we're talking about things from sixth year or seventh year of math, like not high school. Uh, some of this is high school. No, but still, no, no. High school is no. even
1: closer. You should remember it if it was in high school. Whatever.
0: I, we had to go back and spend like 30 minutes watching Oh, we had videos. quite a
1: few YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but... <clears throat> my hypotenuses at the end were all perfectly uh in the perfect length and we have 90 degree angles on all the uh, Let's corners Let's just give a little
1: shout out though. who helped make sure that math was done the right way.
0: Yeah, Ashley did. I was I was <laughs> going to freak out. I was sitting there with with the uh the string pulled around all the rebars stuck in the ground and it wasn't working. And yet. the
1: numbers seemed like they kept changing and it was like, "Oh my god." <laughs>
0: so it's in. The the poles are in. We've we've got the um the plastic for the top ordered, and we'll get going here after the new year. We'll the first thing that we'll start is Beppe's <laughs> Wait, onions. A yeah. classic. First morning that it's up, and Gachi stops by for
1: coffee. Oh, did you see the 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 poles are up? And oh, I didn't I didn't notice. And and then he goes out and looks, and comes back. And just so much shit to talk about where we put it. Like there's, yeah, of course, he ha- It's in a great spot. He is gonna. It didn't matter
0: where we put it.
1: It's like he was he, going to have because he didn't get to participate. He didn't <laughs> participate.
0: We didn't ask him, so of course it's not the right place. But he'll enjoy. He'll he'll get into it, don't worry. Um, so the uh, it's, I can't believe it's time to start thinking about the garden for next year already. Let's not do that yet. Not until the new year. No,
1: but when do you need to start the seeds? Next month or February?
0: February. Okay. We'll start the onion seeds. I'm looking at a jar full of Beppe uh, last year's Beppe's onions. So we'll put we'll start the onions and they'll. Get to be, they grow the slowest, and peppers take a long time as well. So now I'm starting to figure out the layout and kit out of the um, greenhouse greenhouse because it's not, it's good size. It's not huge. It's not small, but I can see it getting to be like a disaster unless I'm really organized and how the flow of, from seedlings to baby plants to transplants to, and your, your workflow. My workflow, if you will. Mm hmm. And do I do what we've done for years, which is just, like, we would start all the seeds, or Carolyn does at least, in the leftover uh, little, you know, the stuff that, that when you go to the nursery and get the pots. Yeah, all the in little a, plastic
1: pots from the nursery.
0: Or do we invest a little bit of money in, like, a proper, like, uh, trays for starting seeds and all that kind of stuff?
1: Well, the, always the issue with us is it's not like, oh, we're starting it. To- Two dozen seeds. Oh,
0: we're starting hundreds, we're but that's even more. Four,
1: six hundred onions. Even,
0: <laughs> that's even more the reason to maybe do this because it'll just keep us more organized. Like, go down into the down into the downstairs. You can see the piles of those stupid cheap little I plastic stuff, and nothing <laughs> matches. Mm-hmm. That's what – I don't know. We'll see. That's part of the research I'm doing this week anyway. That uh,
1: and a, a new chicken coop.
0: And we're going to rebuild <laughs> the chicken. Yeah. we got a couple of projects. We'll talk about that later in the season though. But
1: speaking of projects, uh, this time of year, it's Capiletti time. So – What are Capiletti? Capiletti – we talked about this last time. I know, time, but you got okay. ref- to are the little pasta uh, – Filled pastas that are start off about the square size of a postage stamp, filled with um, meat like three different types of meat.
0: Filled with um, you have pork, veal, and turkey.
1: And you fold them over, twist them up, and kind of like mini tortellini. And uh, it's a ton of work, but really such become a traditional thing for us to do with our neighbors, and it's it's nice. Plus, it's. Awesome to have a freezer full of these, uh, ready to go for a night where you just want a simple dinner. Yep,
0: you can serve them with just a simple like butter and cheese, or you uh, tr- most traditionally is in a uh, broth, or even with different sauce, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's it's filled pastas.
1: So I loved it because we went to the grocery store and uh, it was time to get all the ingredients. Or the butcher. The butcher, sorry, and um, Jason's talking to the butcher, and he's talking to me. and He's like, "Do I think I think I have everything? Does this ratio sound right?" And it's like, "Oh." We know you're talking to the wrong person, and I know you're just thinking out loud because I have no idea. And he turns to the butcher and is like, "Um, I'm making
0: capoletti. Here's the amount of eggs. Does this seem like the right ratio? And she grabs another. Well, eggs for the pasta. She goes, how many eggs are you making? Oh, yeah, sorry. And when she says eggs, I know she doesn't mean eggs into the filling. She means how many eggs worth of pasta? And I told her, 20 eggs. I'm doing 20 eggs. And she goes, uh, no, you're short. You need more veal. You need, another, you need another 400 grams of this and that. I mean, it's the, the recipe is the recipe.
1: And then the other butcher comes over. And she goes, even at one point, she goes, I thought you've made these before. <laughs> and he's like, I have. I just don't have it memorized off the top like this. And the other butcher walks by. And she's excellent. Um excellent chef and she's like wait how much cheese did you say you had oh no that is not enough cheese way more cheese and it was i just love it when they all pipe in they stopped everything what they were doing to like consult the recipes between the two or three of them i figured between the
0: three of them they'd know they'd know if i had enough we they and it came out perfect <laughs> yeah, It came out perfect so we have a we we did that with carolyn and luke the first night our dutch neighbors which was a very tranquil we put on beautiful christmas music christmas records we all
1: singing
0: and telling old christmas stories it was beautiful it was very nice the next night was gaji and rosana and it was a little bit more it wasn't what we thought it was gonna be no it was hysterical
1: because instead of the christmas music i always use like a old new york accent like a oh it's too loud in here kind of thing (laughs) they want the music turned down but can we turn on the tv and turn it way up (laughs) so
0: That was ironic, wasn't it? It was.
1: The music's way too loud. But uh, turn that down. Can we get the TV turned on and some uh, of the news just blasted?
0: But I love doing it. I have to say, I love doing it with Carolyn Lou because it's like we're adults and we sit there and we enjoy each other's company. And we
1: keep it very structured of like the pasta all looks the exact
0: same. Yeah, Lou's got a ruler out. Um, Each one of them was three square centimeters. It looked Perfect. The next night is more loosey-goosey. It's not – it's more like doing it with, like, family – more like family members. And, it's and much, children. And children. <laughs> and it is it is more fun. I will say it's more fun because you've got Gaji you sitting there going, I don't need this ruler. I can do it by hand. <laughs> I, I can do, do it by, by eye. Hand. Look, look. So he does the first line and he goes, look, look. It's right there. It's right there. By the end, they were the g- most giant – instead of being squares, they were giant, weird, trapezoidal –
1: and, and we were like, what is going on? Ah, shut up, kind of thing. You'll <laughs> like, eat them anyway. Exactly. So, uh, and, so, and then just a lot of concern over what's being done with the scrap pasta. He wants to make sure we're making maltagliati. But yeah, he's just all over the place. Rosanna is uh, just ribbing him and like antagonizing him well, as well. Well, because
0: here's why his <laughs> wife loves it because we like to give Gaji crap too. And she really doesn't. I don't know if. A lot of people give Godgy crap like we do when they go over to other places. So she jumps right in, and she really <laughs> instigates us talking shit to him. It's good times. It's good, good times. times. It's good times. It's good times. It's good time. So um, yeah, that was our Capoletti. So we got a freezer full of Capoletti. We're good to go for Christmas Day. Uh, we'll be j- spending Christmas with guy, uh, with Rosanna's nephew in di Castello, and um, they are um, he runs the family insurance business, and they're a great family. We have two kids who are um, uh, teenage kids, uh-huh. and, but they have the coolest kitchen in the entire world. They have a sweet house. <laughs> They, they have a really restored. nice house, not not like like giant, not giant. People don't do giant, big, uh, you know, those big kind of mansion kind of things mm-hmm. here. No, it's just he designed it himself. So all the rooms, will, it's not a bunch of rooms. It's just big, beautiful, and his kitchen is his kitchen is the kitchen I'd want because it has uh, open fire and it has everything you need but not too much it's not all stainless steeled out i think people go way over with the stainless steel and especially in places like the in places out here where there's a lot of stone and wood stainless steel sometimes doesn't really work it's gorgeous it's gorgeous so it'll be fun to go hang out there for christmas Um, and I think we're set. We've got everyone's gifts. We've done, oh, we did our, uh, Christmas cookies. Our Christmas cookies. So every year we try to do bake something, do something.
1: We've been doing this since we first started dating (laughs)
0: and living together in Brooklyn um, any everything from making candy like uh, what we do peanut brittle one we, year yeah
1: we've done like peanut brittles. we've done like spiced nuts Whatever. we've done you get tons the idea. of stuff. this
0: year we did Christmas cookies we how did we get the idea for this what were we flipping through anyway we, we wanted sugar to do, I wanted to do
1: gingerbread, gingerbread and then we realized no one out here would really like gingerbread cookies and
0: we couldn't find molasses
1: correct <laughs> so nothing was working in our our direction and then we thought maybe of doing panforte but we've never made it before there's a ton of
0: ingredients and everyone does like yeah you, and it can i be a want, mess. i don't want to do penetone. i don't want to do penforte i don't want to do torrone because that's the stuff that everyone around here does and they'll probably do it better than we will uh, but we did realize they love american cookies like the real buttery cookies yeah everyone likes a butter cookie no uh-huh. one, you can't not like a butter cookie it's fat flour eggs sugar flavoring um, but if you cut them into reindeers and and um, snowflakes, snow and-, and, and, and and we got good with the royal icing. We watched a couple of videos, and you just cheesy like. It was- Christmas. I cookies. loved it. People around here freaking love them. They I don't know if. We were just they... like,
1: where did you get these? And we were like, oh, we made them. Oh my God, look at these designs. And they'd open the bag, get over here, and they'd call over, like, Grandma, come and look at these designs. And they all just feel like it's straight out of a movie or TV show they've seen. And we tell them how it's <laughs> tradition in America at Christmas time to bring cookies to your co workers, friends, neighbors. And so we have been delivering
0: hundreds,
1: hundreds we're... all over town from like, the hairdresser and the butchers to the um, postman. And- idle,
0: idle hands, baby. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> it's great, though. Like, there's constantly two dozen cookies ready to go in the back of the car in case we run into someone, too. Yeah, <laughs> I've, <you> had, want-
0: <laughs> I've had stomach issues.
1: Um, the first place, though, that I went to deliver the you cookies You know why I to- had stomach issues? Oh,
0: yeah, I was passing over it, but. I, I, I can't stop eating these damn cookies. I got to stop. Thank God we're done, and we're getting the last of them out today, because. The other night, that's all Jason ate for dinner.
1: (laughs) I ate the burned ones.
0: They were still delicious. Yeah, I burned a couple.
1: Um, But the best was delivering the cookies to the Polygono, the shooting range down the road. And there is a family who live there, but I've never met them. I have. Jason has. But I went to deliver the cookies. And um, so I see some big guy coming down and from the back and I'm walking over with these cookies and I was like oh Chow, uh, we've never met but you I think you know my husband Jason were the Americans who lived I just start like like classic just steamrolling this conversation and like just going full force it and he's just staring at me totally blank and he's like I have no idea who your husband is who you are and I was like yeah you know Kakamone the name of our house down the road he's like I know of it but I don't and I was like well these are a gift a Christmas gift for your family. And I said, are you, uh, do you live here at this house? And he's like, yeah. So it's like, okay, I'm at the right, like, go ahead, take them. And then he looks at me and he kind of looks like, what am I supposed to do with these? Did someone order them? Did someone, do we need to pay for these? And I was like, no, 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 they're, it's a gift. It's a, Uh, i just start using it as it's an american thing and then they just go oh okay okay i'm like "Uh, it's an american thing for the holidays (laughs) i love what like the the shock and fear in his face of like i don't know if i could take these cookies from this strange person who just who is this random girl who just drove up to the house but
0: the first year we did this well the first year we were here uh we tried to do this and we got denied a lot it was a lot of we don't know you we don't accept Big gifts from strangers, strangers. <laughs> for <From> foreigners <laughs> foreign strangers bringing us sugary things to uh, our front door yeah um so, but that's that's now people kind of know us but uh, yeah I, I think it's his son i've never met yeah. the son i've met the guy who runs it and his wife but never
1: well gachi son. calls this our public relations and it's true it's good it feels good and it it does good
0: so today we'll be um after this we'll Pack up, another Pack up another couple lunch.
1: dozen and head into town. Pack up the red sleigh and start <laughs> delivering our cookies again. <laughs> oh, my gosh. La- so today is Friday. Last week on Sunday, we needed to run into town. We were starting the cookies and um, needed a couple last-minute things. And we're normally not out first thing in the morning on a Sunday. And if any of you guys have been here, we were taking the road up and over the hill to Urbana. And Not a lot to open on
0: Sundays. No, so. there's like one or two grocery stores. And this being around the holidays, they'll they stay open in the uh, from like nine to noon on mm-hmm. a Sunday.
1: And as we're going over the pass, there's like ten, twelve cars up at the top, and there's a pull off and stuff. And uh, but we see all these guys standing outside, about twenty of them, in what at first glance looks like just camo because or hunting hunting, hunting because. We see all the hunters all the time. But as we're getting closer, it's like, no, no, no. This is much more like military. military. And as we're getting even closer, we can see some guy on the end holding this gigantic, like, Tommy, Tommy gun.
0: Like, it was this giant gun with the big round magazine at the bottom. Like, it looks straight out of, a, like, a gangster movie from the 30s. We're was-
1: like, what? the hell of course I didn't have my phone to take a picture and it was just
0: like what is going on? It was odd because there was no one of military age. Everyone was older. So it looked like it almost looked like a movie, but no cameras or there was no cameras or anything around. But here's forty guys standing around holding military guns. guns. With graying temples. It was really weird. It was super
1: weird. We continued towards the grocery store and just like, I don't know how far down the road. Uh, Two minutes down the road. Two minutes down the road, a pack of like 20 boar passed the road. We were like, oh my God. Which also seemed so ironic that the top of the hill right behind us are just nothing but men with major weapons. (laughs) we're like, there's so many boar in the road right here. No one knows. And we come home and it ends up Gaji told me that they do I said we saw these guys. I told him the whole story and goes war games and he said it in English which was funny too but he said oh yeah they're grown-ups who do they go and play war games those guns aren't laser real. Tag. Yeah laser tag It's basically. laser tag for adults. Paintball. Because he said they, they do get like red like little stains on their clothes
0: so you know that you've okay, been maybe hit. It's a pa- but, but it's not full paintball. No it's, no. It's, so yeah I guess they break up into two groups and they were, they were at the top of a big valley like probably one goes to the other side and they do. I'd do that. that but he was like cool. yeah, he, he was so unimpressed because he's like the guns don't
1: even work. <laughs> and just kind of like big boy dress up. So, um it was weird to it was really weird to see though as you're just passing when you see these huge guns. And then also coming home that day, we saw two more deer in the fields, and again, this time the hunters were hunters with guns
0: ready to hunt. On the road, literally just around the corner. Yeah, they, it was a, it was a field right before a little bend, and right, no more than fifty meters later, like just in the bend, there's two hunters sitting just there
1: talking. With,
0: and it's like, you guys, back <laughs> right on the other side of the tree, they <laughs> they can hear you talking. These three deer, go get them. It was unbelievable. It was kind of funny. We didn't say anything, but we kept going. It It was ironic. It was very ironic. But um,
1: so it was really popping that Sunday morning. Yeah, a lot of (laughs) hunting
0: going on. Not so much mushrooms and truffles. We see the same three guys who are the hardcore truffle hunters who are out every day. But word on the street is it's basically over. And uh, mushrooms are pretty much done, too.
1: Um, Speaking of popping, do you want to talk about how you were scarred
0: at the... Because it was so busy. So, um, uh, it is. It is. Uh, I'm a. I'm a <laughs> barber guy, right? When I go to get my haircut, I'm. I'm high and tight. Like I'm. I'm a normal haircut guy, and I like the barber. I like the old guy. I like the feel. I like the, the news on. I like the newspapers. The I'm, only
1: th- frills you like is a flat razor. Yeah, shave I like every that he uses the
0: real, like the real strop razor thing. Um, that's me um my god
1: oh, out of there under 12 bucks kind of thing yeah
0: the price is un- it, i know but it's you know not about I mean. the price it's about the weight yeah. it is about the weight if there's more if there is an like if there's the guy in the chair and one sitting it's a 50-50 shot if I'll go in there and wait most of the time i want i just want to get in and out um my guy had his 80-something birth – or 80, 83rd birthday, whatever, and he retired. He should have retired years ago. He would cut my hair. It would be longer on one side than the other. I don't care.
1: He'd make the snippy noises himself.
0: Yeah, he would. he'd, <laughs> it's like he'd make the little sound effects. I loved him. Um, I just like going in there. I don't care if he can. G- Listen, here's how I feel. It doesn't matter. I can come home and clean it up a little bit or just walk around looking like I got two haircuts. <laughs> but uh, he retired and the other guy got the other barber in town got sick. Long story short, I end up now at the salon. And this is a big step for me. And um, what you did not want to take. one I did not want to take. And there's a there's a guy barber in there's a guy in, who works on the other side in in the Piovecos salon, and he does actually he does a great his he does the best haircuts you've gotten. Great haircut. I hate the experience. <laughs>
1: It is okay for the ladies. It is straight out of Steel Magnolias.
0: This is a tiny place. There is not a lot of room, but there are a lot of people. Now I <laughs> got to do this yesterday, uh, right? You know, the weekend before Christmas. Um, that's like me sending Ashley to the gro—like to do all my huge grocery shopping. You know, the day before. You know, on a Saturday morning at 10 a.m. before
1: when, a holiday. Before a
0: holiday, like I would never send her into that kind of battlefield. <laughs> he unprepared. Came home up
1: so upset. It was like, how could you do this to me? <laughs> Erica, you asked me to get you an appointment. He <laughs> was like, you knew. You knew what I was going into.
0: <laughs> okay. I get there. There's, it's already, there's two, like, all the seats are filled. I get there. The the woman who runs at Margarita, this lady hustles. She is a hustler. Out of all the businesses in Piogo, lots of empty storefronts, Margarita is never empty. She ain't one. No, she Kills it. Anyway, she's got one lady in one of those ch- crazy things for drying her hair and two women in the, in the things. And she's make, mixing up potions in the back that she comes and paints on foil. Um, it is every, I got there at 10 to 9. At 9 o'clock, like, six people walked in like they were coming to work.
1: You said it was like a bell rang and it, people were co- be- it was stormed in.
0: <laughs> Within 30 seconds, six more people, six ladies come in, all squawking, like, <laughs> and they are speaking heavy, heavy dialect over, like, six um, six um, blow, dryers. blow dryers going.
1: <laughs> and over each other.
0: <laughs> and I ate too many cookies the night before, so I wasn't <laughs> feeling so hot. <laughs> Thank <laughs> And um, it was <laughs> insane. Margarita at one point turned into a general and was moving old ladies' asses to different seats like she was positioning soldiers for war. <laughs> Mary Elizabeth, you come here. You have 15 minutes. <laughs> you were
1: also like an t- air traffic
0: controller, Air traffic too. controller. She – this place was so insane at 9.15 in the morning. And here's the deal. I don't need my hair to be washed. I just got out of the shower. <laughs> I don't want to sit in a massage chair. Um, I don't want to have to lean back and get, like, the whole thing done. And It's a to-do. And and here's the best part. People would just come in, like... Women <laughs> would just stop, leave strollers outside, pop in, scream something in heavy dialect to, like, the room, and then walk out. <laughs> Constantly. Constantly. One way, um, the bar next door showed up with a giant platter of, like, uh, coffees and everything, and everyone took five minutes and had a coffee. Like, it is a absolute scene um i'm not used to i'm now i'm sure this happens it's in awesome. other salons all over the world but only small town ones like this oh man it was there was no sitting room like that you had ladies just standing in corners yapping at each other with tinfoil in her hair and everyone with the uh, all the all the tint on the sides <laughs> of their faces it and was, you never know who's Waiting in line to be next, or who's just in there hanging out to chat? There was a lot of people. Like I said, a lot of people just stopped and let left babies sitting outside for a minute or two while they screamed something at mm-hmm. each other. Uh, one lady came in with the um, bedding, like pick oh, your yeah, number that's right, for the for bingo no not for bingo for the poll they do oh they do some lotto thing and you spend two euros a number and you can get grand premios (laughs) big grand prizes (laughs) i have no idea what it was for but everyone was in on that big time anyway what time did you finally get your (sighs) i did not leave for till i got there at 10 to 9 i left at 10 after 10 (laughs) Holy shit! My <laughs> hair takes six minutes to cut. Why am I there for an hour and ten minutes, or an hour and twenty minutes?
1: And he always wants to give you like a consultation as well. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah. Then at the end, he wants to wash my hair again. I just know we just washed it. It's washed. No. And he looks offended. A like, what? Bit. Why? Why, why can't I do my thing? Because I got to get out of here. I can I, <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't. Do, like, it was. One of those places where I was definitely a fish out of water and just staring at everyone. What was going on? Oh, that's the American. He's... And I brought cookies. So, of course, everyone. Oh, what are these? Oh, the American. Oh, kakamone. Can we have dinner there? How... No, we're closed. Leave me alone. My belly hurts. I just need a haircut. So I got to find um, nothing to the guy who cuts my hair. He, Like I said, fantastic job. Does it great. And it takes him eight minutes. Mm-hmm. It's just the... You know they got to run me through the damn shampoo chair twice. <laughs> so I got to find a new barber and blow dry. And it. blow dry. I have no hair. To, you guys, <laughs> I have very short hair, and it's going and it's and it's just running for its life. Like it is falling out at an exceptional rate. So I don't need a blow dry. <laughs> awesome. I love it. So that was my experience, and I'm good to go for at least another six weeks. And during that time, I'll I'll find me another old man barber to cut my hair in two different lengths.
1: Well, we've both been having some um, fun fish-out-of-water in-town experiences. I got swept up in the holiday cheer and holly jolliness when Carolyn and Luke were here and we were listening to old Christmas records and the fire's going and we're doing the pasta and we're all singing these old carols. And Carolyn said, oh, you should join the choir for the Christmas concert. And I said, I will. <laughs> you sing? No, I, I like the fun of it. I'm not a singer. Um, Carolyn was like, oh yes rehearsals next week. I was like, Oh, gr-. and of course I was, like I said, I was all swept up in a minute, in it. So I was like, no problem. Come to find out rehearsal starts at nine o'clock. That is at night. That is way past our, let's go out of the house time this time of year. And so it was on Wednesday evening and sure enough, I show up at Carolyn's, uh, we go together and she's like, don't get there early. And I just thought, what? Like, don't, I lo- that's what I was gonna say. I love to show up places early and wait, not- <laughs> even though this is not a show up early country. But I thought, well, this will be my first choir practice. Like don't we need to do a little warm-up or something? Like we should show up a little early. But anyway, I get to Carolyn's, we get there right on time, and she just said, now watch. So the we're preparing for a Christmas concert that will be two days after Christmas on the 27th um, at the main church San Stefano in Piobico. And um, so we're going to rehearse. We're rehearsing in the church and everyone's just sitting in the pews waiting to get started. And there's three horns practicing and they just keep practicing and everyone keeps talking and it's 9... 905, 15, nine it's like, what the, is there choir practice? Is this just hangout time? What is going on? Finally, everyone congregates and it's time to go up onto the altar. And that's where we're going to stand and sing. And it was hysterical because of course, as well, um, lots of new introductions. I know a handful of people there, uh, everyone except for one other woman was like 65 and up for sure. Carolyn was getting a lot of like high fives from the old guys. Great new find. Where'd you find her? (laughs) Bringing the age down a little in the group. I thought they haven't even heard me sing. I could, I could be totally terrible, but no one cares. And, um, then some of the women were like, oh, now the choir is so international. We, all ha- we had Carolyn, who we all know is Dutch, but now we have an American here too. And so there was a lot of buzz of the internationalism of the uh, choir for this concert. And I get the music and a couple Italian songs, great. I didn't think there would be a problem with that. They're all Christmas holidays, so shouldn't be too bad. There's one made-up song that they created. Um, but the other half of the songs are in French. And I have no idea how to read French or sing French. So there's a little lip syncing going on that night of uh, trying to get my bearings. But it was just such a uh, Carolyn has told us for years what a disaster the choir is. And i you just could see that half the group's not on tempo. Uh, if any time anything stops, the other like chatter just erupts. It's very hard to keep these people focused. Once the conversation turned to what we're wearing for the concert, all hell broke loose of red jackets versus black jackets. And let's just go black jackets. Well, we don't have a black jacket. Let's go scurry, just dark. Well, I thought you said black. and it, This t- took another 20, 30 minutes minutes, but it was fun to be part of. And, um, it was just, uh, I can't wait. I I don't know. I got all swept up in it at the moment. And Jason was like, are you really going to do this? And it's like, of course I'm going to do it. It's just a one-time thing for Christmas, but I'm glad I did. And I can't wait to do the little concert. We only have one Rehearsal. So I hope it
0: works out. I don't, yeah, that, I, don't. I was like, are you, I, that's what I asked when she got home. I was like, so when's the next rehearsal? She's like, oh, we're just going to run through it right before the, uh,
1: yeah. They just said show up a little early
0: and, and we'll run through it once. And I was like, wow, are you, are they ready to do it? She's like, oh no. Oh no. There oh, was no. quite a few problems, but, um, it'll be fun. I, this is the small town stuff. I love. Um, this year, the oh, that's another thing that was all the buzz about la- yesterday at the salon. They there is no um, living pres- uh, living nativity scene this year, and I I made the freaking mistake about asking about it. Um, just generally to someone because uh, I saw the program for uh, Christmas on the wall there. I was like, oh. How come no nativity scene? That was here since the first year we've got here. And the the firstborn, you know, the youngest baby born in Piovico gets to be baby Jesus and blah, blah, blah. Well, I don't know why because everyone started talking to each other and in dialect and I couldn't really follow, but no perception. Actually,
1: supposedly there is. So I found out because I asked when I was delivering cookies last night. Why isn't
0: it on the program?
1: That's what the whole hubbub is about. <laughs> that it's not on the program, <laughs> that there is the Presepe. But for some reason, this must be some sort of calculated. Uh, (laughs) way to get back at whoever puts out the pro loco or who knows, I don't know some sort of inner fighting. There is a, there will be the presepe, but for some reason it's not on the program. Snub. Yes, they was snubbed. So I don't know what's going on.
0: (laughs) Speaking of snub, we have never been asked back. We did that the fir- our first year here. We were part of the uh, living nativity scene, and we were paper makers, and we were not asked back. Why were we never asked back in twelve years of living here? I was chatty, and Ashley wouldn't shut up. She had two different strangers who came by just (laughs) looking just part of looking at the nativity scene to just remind her that people who are in the nativity scene don't speak that it says
1: on the program respectful silence is what they showed they both pointed it out on the program so no
0: we have not been asked people
1: would pop by and i was acting like it was like an open house like hey what
0: do you do you want to make some paper we're paper makers
1: (laughs) hey how's your how's your family tell them i said hi <laughs> I I totally took it as a meet and greet. <laughs> I didn't know. It was, I was unaware of the silence aspect.
0: But <laughs> um so that's what's going on here around piobico on uh, uh really it's uh getting close to Christmas and um I don't know it's it's uh all the Christmas markets the little Christmas markets around here we we didn't really go to any of them around here. Maybe we'll go to one this weekend. We will. We will. <laughs> I'm, I'm now informed that we will. <laughs> and I've got my eyes set
1: on Tombola, on uh, Bingo in Town, Big Prizes, Big Bunny.
0: Uh, uh, a- Ashley I- is a ringer. She wins in the the little tiny Piovico bingo. bingo it gets talked about like at the grocery store. People stores. want to sit next to her because yes. she won... Two years in a row, I think. Yeah,
1: I won that iPad and I won something else another year.
0: No, she <laughs> stole an iPad. She muscled a kid away. What'd you muscle the little girl from?
1: I think it was the iPad, but I <laughs> I did win, but it was like me against her at the end. And it was, it got hot and heavy. It got a little heated. <laughs> I wasn't going home without my prize.
0: Oh my God. Well,
1: happy holidays. Merry
0: Christmas. Oh, Aguri. stick around.
1: Am I going to read a chapter?
0: Oh, yeah. Well, do we have time? What time is it? It is currently 8.35. Yeah, if you can do If we get to it, you can. I'll do it. All right. um, Bring us home. Tell everyone what to look for. All
1: right. You can find us at latavolamarche.com, L-A-T-A-V-O-L-A-M-A-R-C-H-E. And find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Marque, or follow me at Ashley Bartner. You guys, if you have any questions for the podcast, if you want to come out and book a stay, whatever. You know what to do. Happy holidays. Stick around. I'm going to read another chapter from the Untitled, Unpublished book. All right. Thanks for sticking around for a little reading of the Untitled, Unpublished, Unfinished book of our first years living in Italy. And I thought for this episode, I would do a throwback to chapter two, our first Christmas in Italy, in case you missed it, or maybe just fun to hear it again. All right. Remember, I haven't really read these in years. There's quite a bit of mistakes and terrible grammar at times. So just bear with me. (laughs) All right. First Christmas in Italy. Finally, we move into our first home on Christmas Day. The pipes have finally thawed. Oh, how romantic. We had big plans for a proper Christmas dinner, but who knew the grocery stores in Italy would be closed days before and after Christmas, too, to all those damn saints days. It turned out no matter... It turned out not to matter because we ran out of natural gas. The tank was going to be full, we were reassured. No heat, no hot water, no stove or oven, all powered by gas equals a not-so-festive holiday. (laughs) Not-so-holly-jolly. It's Christmas, perhaps after the holidays we can come, the gas man said when Jason called. Little did we know the quote-unquote holidays end after the 6th of January. (laughs) Rather than the festive Christmas we had hoped for, we rationed a bag of snack friends, a salty pretzel bread stick mix, and two slices of pizza. I didn't think it was possible to starve in Italy, but I just might. Snack friends, you're our only friends. (laughs) I said while removing a forest of cobwebbed fake flowers tacked to damn near every wall in the house and slowly losing fingers, losing feeling in my fingertips. That first night, we quickly learned that a stone farmhouse may be charming from the outside, but is freezing ass cold in the winter, especially without any heat. Walking around this big, quiet stone farmhouse in the middle of nowhere, my sister and I start thinking about the quote-unquote Frey Krueger factor. You know, the classic story of young 20-somethings with big boobies in the country and a big house all alone, that's how it always starts. Jason consoles us by reassuring you two should be more afraid of the wild animals than a crazy knife-wielding psycho waiting in the woods. It was honestly a bit of a downer. <laughs> we were cold, hungry, without any holly or jolly, and none of us were getting any presents that year. Your gift is that you live in Italy. (laughs) Jason has used this line for every Valentine's Day as well ever since. So let's go for a walk. Megan grabbed a bottle of red wine we found in the pantry and I followed suit. The night was dark and without a moon, but the stars were amazing and brighter than any of us could ever remember seeing before. We drank straight from the bottle, clinking the necks together. Chin chin to kakamone. We're home. The three of us with lips stained red decided to share one big apartment, twice the size of our place in Brooklyn. Two bedrooms, two bathrooms, an open kitchen living room with a big stone fireplace on the third floor. It reminded me of a lodge with its dark green walls, old clunky wooden furniture, peaked wood beam ceilings, and crackling fire. All that was missing was a moose head on the mantel. Overlooking the alfalfa fields and crisscrossing hills that continue for kilometers, with the peekaboo glimpses of the Canaliano River winding its way to the sea, this is my favorite guest apartment for the views. With an armful of wood that was left in the outdoor kitchen, we climbed the steps to bed, gathering mattresses, pillows, and blankets. We made a makeshift tent in front of the fireplace and slept there for warmth, taking shifts all night long to keep feeding the fire. I honestly thought you could just flip a switch and the house would be warm. Falling asleep, sandwiched between my sister and my husband in a totally normal way. I couldn't help but smile in the dark. There was nothing to be afraid of. Are you still awake? I whispered into the icy air. Mm-hmm. The two murmured in unison. Can you believe we're really here? We have so much to do tomorrow. Jay, how incredible. Though. Really, this is our first house doesn't that just blow you away i can't stop thinking about all the lists we need to do i continued rambling on with the grunts of acknowledgement along the way until my eyes were heavy and jason started snoring we had no clue what we had gotten ourselves into we just knew we just knew this was only the beginning i love you guys good night buona notte meet rujero the plumber He is one of the first townspeople we encountered. In his 60s, medium height with a full head of gray hair, parted on the left and combed back, Ruggiero is the best-dressed bummer I've ever seen. He's always dressed impeccably, even for living in a farming village with shine shoes and a cashmere sweater. You could say Ruggiero came with the house. Jason and I would call him for emergencies with heat and water, which were often. We had nowhere else to turn. Those first months, our phone conversations were horrible. We'd have to look up... What we needed to say in the dictionary. Practice it out loud. the dial, hoping he didn't answer. At the sound of his pronto, we barreled into our rehearsed speech. Then came the real horror. Listening to his response, we would just respond with "Okay, see, 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 see." Trying our best to remember each word. Writing down what he said so we could look back, look it back up in the dictionary. only then to realize everything he said we should have said no 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 so we'd have to write it out again and call him back ruchero had patience and is a good guy that much we were certain however as the only plumber in town he doesn't seem to feel the need to work with much urgency he does arrive when he does arrive he works slow and talks slow almost making guttural grunts as he his responses while going down a laundry list of problems when we complain of his incompetency to Fushiani, he quips, of course he's a buffoon, but he's always been the plumber. I don't know why this is a pro- proper answer. If he's not in his office, you can place money on him sitting and bullshitting in the Café Trota Blu in town next to the gas station. In the mornings, he's there taking a cafe and in the afternoons leisurely enjoying a aperitivo, saving the work for another day. During these first few days living at the house over Christmas, Bouchiani would stop by here and there to check on us, probably making sure we hadn't burned down the house. It's, it's reassuring to know that he cares, since we are the only ones living this far down the road, and the isolation can set in quickly. It's comforting that my sister is here with us too, making board games much more enjoyable and competitive. Like Pavlovian's dogs, our ears perk up at the sound of any passing vehicle. It's so rare when we look out the window or run down the stairs to see who's there. So when Fushiani's truck occasionally pulls up the driveway, we're more than eager for the interaction. By the sixth of January in the festival of La Bafana, we're starting to feel at home and well fed. We bundle up and visit our neighboring village Rubagna. Flickering white Christmas lights cast a festive glow over the cramped cobblestone streets of this tiny medieval village. Oversized stockings hang from every window, and the cold, dry air is heavy with the smell of delicious roasted chestnuts. It feels good to be mixing and mingling with the people since we've been cooped up in the house, just the three of us cleaning since Christmas Day. With a glass of spiced wine in one hand, we buy a wheel of creamy local Pecorino sheep's milk cheese, fresh pasta from a nice guy named Ugo, a thick hunk of mortadella, the best bologna you've ever tasted, and wild boar sausages, finally stocking our kitchen with some food rations. It's so festive and fun and just what we needed to remind us of why we're living in Italy out here, to enjoy the simple pleasures. And that's true. Even to this day, I love Christmas in Italy for the simple pleasures of it. I always complain on the podcast that I miss the commercialism, and that part's true. But it's nice just to I don't know, Have be in a small town, the few flickering lights you see, the Christmas carols, the children's recitals, the big fat guy from town dressed up as Santa. It's utterly charming, and even 13 years later, I still love every minute of it. Well, buon Natalia tutti, Merry Christmas to everyone, and until next time, ciao, ciao!